To Weekend Rental episode 81. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Cartridge. Yum. Nate. Howdy, Cowboys. <laughs> All right. If you enjoy our content and want to check out some other geek related content, podcast articles on wrestling, beer, video games, and more, you can find all of that. Uh, over at geekade.com. What's your geek? What are we doing here? We don't have Byron Burn to kick us off. No, and you awkwardly introduced me, so thank you for I that. I expertly introduced you, I think, is what we're looking for. Cartridge yum. <laughs> don't you forget mm. it. I've already got a tattooed on my lower back. Don't you worry. Look forward to seeing that. Want to blow on that cartridge? Oh my gosh! <laughs> this, is, this is already already going downhill really, really quick. Got the E for explicit right away. Oh Got that out of the way gosh. first two minutes. I, I use Q-tips and alcohol, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it only burns for a little while. Right? A good cleaner. It's a good cleaner. <laughs> So Microsoft Flight Simulators on Game Pass. I don't know if you guys saw this. It got released. It's out there on Game Pass PC. It uses the much uh, touted Bing mapping service that everyone goes to <laughs> oh, to, to yeah. look at the world map. You know the Bing, uh, but it pulls it in and it's got it's got the real world and the houses and stuff, and you can put in an Xbox controller and. After 30 minutes on the struggle bus, like me, you, you can figure out how to take off and crash in your house, which is pretty cool. Were you just literally pushing every single button possible until you could get uh, going? Yeah, because like I, I refused to read the tutorial. Don't need it. And I just I just had the keyboard and mouse for a while, and it's like, turn off the parking brake. I'm like, all right. Slap, slap, slap. And like, nothing's happening. Like, the view is shifting. Like, things, throttles are moving up and down. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. So I tried that for like 20 minutes before I was like, nope, I'm just putting in a controller. Uh, and then the controller scheme was way easier. So I learned parking brake and I learned accelerator and I was able to take off. So I've crashed into my house, flew and crashed into my parents' house, attempted to make it to my parents' house, crashed into Walmart. That happened. You'd think you'd avoid Walmart, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's it's really good. It, so it read my computer and it recommended standard settings based on what I had. And it was like high, but not like ultra. So when I got in there at first, I was like, this doesn't look right. Like it doesn't look like I saw people playing it online. And sure enough, I had to go in and like ramp up, you know, the building and the, the visual settings to like ultra and stuff. And it runs great still. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. You get in a plane, you fly around like your actual town and it's mostly there. It's I cool. think you're officially red listed now. Why? I don't know. I feel like Big Brother's watching this and they're like, oh, this guy's a terrorist. He doesn't even, he just is <laughs> no. trying to figure out how to take off and he's ramming into Walmarts. He's taking out people. Yeah. You are now so a terrorist, I, Ryan. Terrorist. I've been, talking to my, I've been talking to my boss about this at work and I was like, how many copies of this day one do you think ISIS purchased? Because <laughs> oh like this gosh. is a, it's a true to life simulation. Like if you were going to plan attack against America, 
sure as shit you're playing this game. They probably already have Game Pass on every computer. Do you think they're using you Xbox for- controllers so when they get in the cockpit, they're like, wait a second, this is very different. <laughs> for sure. There's the USB port in the cockpits that you just hook the Xbox controllers into. <laughs> that would be I don't the know. worst feature <laughs> ever. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. That was the first thing I thought, though, was like, oh, people are going to use this to do bad stuff. Like, this is really cool. Can I, I'd like to point out one thing to Microsoft, too. Um, they should probably realize it's 2020 and maybe you launch an executable that allows you to pre-install a game in the background instead of launching the executable to open a window to download a hundred gig game and then include a back track to that, that you can't turn off. (laughs) It just plays the same music forever. For a hundred gigs. So this is downloading. I'm like, what the heck? Like, really? There's music? So I put on another game, and I played for like two hours listening on loop to this stupid flight simulator music because I had no way to turn it off. Jeez. Who does this? That's Who? Nuts. I want to go and back to I, your Xbox controller comment real quick. Yeah. That I feel sure. that... I feel that if a captain does go down and people are running out like, does anybody know how to fly this? That little controller plugin might be very, very helpful. So you're thinking they should actually implement this? Yes. So then Ryan can say, I've crashed into my house before. I got <laughs> so I can be this. like, who wants a crash land at Walmart? <laughs> Hands in the air. Problem is the, the 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 plane uses like USB mini and everybody's moved on to USB C, so it's just oh, yeah. a major problem. Yeah, we all die so because good. of it. Does anybody have an old Android? <laughs> old Android. We're going down. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's really cool though. Like, especially like I I was curious on like buying it, but I wanted to wait for a sale, and I was like, oh, of course it's on Game Pass for PC. It's Microsoft, and yeah, it's really neat. It's really neat to just hop in, and you can literally the globe's there. You can pick anywhere in the globe, the time of day, hop in and go, and yeah, it's interesting, pretty damn lifelike. And yeah. I haven't even been to the cities that they've like done the extra detail dive on. I've only done the ones that are like rendered off of like satellite images. <laughs> Fargo's ugly. No, sh- no shocker. <laughs> I remember um, this was Windows, probably ninety-five ish. That flight simulators were kind of just, just taking off. <laughs> joke there, plain joke. <laughs> uh, it was just taking off, and I don't know. I can't even remember. I think I talked my dad into picking up a game with the joystick. Yeah, and. Yep. I think I was in the same boat where I was just really pushing every single button, trying to figure this thing out. No time for tutorials. And that Windows 95 computer, I don't even remember what it was, could not even run that game. It was it was dead in the water right away. Jeez, wow. Waste of money. Yeah. My dad let me know that. I feel like this is finally like the flight simulator we were all pretending we played up to this, where you're like, it's so real. But now you're looking out the window and you're like, no, it's it's really real. This is pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, that is that is really crazy. I I've I wanted to try it, but obviously the hundred dollar or the hundred gigs to find on my hard yes. drive that's a little tough to find. And then the load times are crazy too, right? It's not good. Um, initial load up is pretty rough, and then when you change locations, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for modern day standards with an SSD. Yeah. 
but yeah, I highly cool. recommend it though. If you have Game Pass, it's it's really fun just to like get in there and be like, I'm gonna go to X's house or mm-hmm. I'm gonna go check out this place I've never been. And what's apparently the there's like some flight glitch. you've taken? I made it from Park Rapids to Detroit Lakes and crashed in the Walmart. So that's the longest flight I've taken. That was about that was about twenty minutes of my time because it wasn't a very fast plane. That's so. all I had. Uh, yeah, interesting. So I made it forty miles by by car. But I'm ex- I'm a, I, I'm gonna experiment. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go check out some places I've never been, which is a lot of places. So we're gonna do that. Western North Dakota. Yep, never been. Nice. Can't go there right now anyway because of COVID. Even in a plane, you can't yeah, stay it. away from that. Yeah, get the hell out of here. I actually crashed the plane and fixed that problem. <laughs> Sorry, well, that was a handful dark. of cases. That was dark. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> so, do, I wish there was a mode that they could just drop you in in a random spot. Maybe there is I don't on know. Earth, and then you have to try and find, figure out where you are. That'd be pretty. Find your way home with no yeah. GPS. Yeah. yeah, be all right. Yeah, I had my son playing a little bit tonight. He dive bombed Grandma and Grandpa's house. That was pretty cool. <laughs> with, a with a smile it. on his face and laughter. Yeah, he loved it. Oh my god, he was having a good time. And we we had a seaplane. The parents live on lakes country, so he was like bouncing off a lake, just like nose dive. Because like I have collision detection off, so he's just like freaking plowing into bodies of water and taking back <laughs> off. And it's pretty good. Kamikaze style. Yeah. The, gi- the giant bomb one video of that's pretty good. They have, they take like Boeing 747s and they try and dive into the Grand Canyon and fly through the Grand Canyon with them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of the beauty of it, really. It's like you create your own fun. Like, yes, this is a game that is meant to be taken very, very seriously. But if you're willing to do the opposite of that, it's a good time, too. Yeah. I think it's coming to console too. Eventually. Yeah, I think they said Xbox One. I think that's why the Xbox controller support is there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I'm going to pick that up on launch. Pay yep. sixty nine ninety nine for it. <laughs> Just like Farm Simulator. Yeah. Oh, that'd be on didn't Game they, Pass. Did they back down on that now, didn't they? I think uh, 2K was like, no, no, it's not going to be seventy bucks anymore. It's going to be sixty. So mm, I, I think Call of Duty though now is. <gasps> 70 but they're How saying it's because you get you get both versions you know you get extra duty if you pay yeah. ten dollars more oh yeah. so you get the up res plus the who's playing both versions though right so it i mean so it's, it's cross play yeah it's well it's not both both versions that way i mean like uh you get xbox one and then xbox series x so you get like yeah. the free upgrade yeah well that's a, yeah but still it's not worth it just buy one or the other yep dumb so are they not making a xbox one x version then Will i think only be are. xbox one and then it includes the upgrade because why sell two SKUs then yeah yeah i don't know that's that's a good point hmm. ryan and i took an uh interesting adventure was it last week or two weeks ago ryan came over for kind of a, a game night we tried staying in the retro world it didn't really last that long i think we played <laughs> what did we play twin eagle? Silent bob we played Rekka. we played twenty no not twin eagle we played um what's that snk one image fighter uh, image fighter yep. yes those three we tried one more i don't remember Rekka wrecked us 
that was. <laughs> I mean, I got to the second level on my first go. Nate made it about two seconds in. And it was pretty comical. But yeah. then I couldn't get anywhere on Image Fight. Like, I was stuck on the first stage forever. Which is less intense than Rekka. Right. I mean, not for me, apparently. <laughs> You're just a, a shooter god. Amazing. Um. Anyways, we shifted things to the Xbox to jump into Darksiders Genesis. And that was kind of an interesting situation or just interesting game to begin with. I think it looks pretty decent, um, but I th- what, it was like a 70-inch TV and we're playing couch co-op. And what was like the screen? Maybe like a 12 by say- 12 screen on there? Yeah, I would say the ratio with the split screen that was 70-some inches, I would say your character was about literally an inch tall. Jeez. Yeah. And then that doesn't include button prompts that you're supposed to see. There were so many menus. You couldn't even see what was happening. It was very disappointing. And then we got yeah. to a point where you can't really figure out where to go because you can't see anything. Because the and camera doesn't adjust. No, which is no like camera adjustments. Which is like Diablo 3. And Nate was like, if they just had camera adjustments, I'm like, no, Diablo 3 figured this out. This game is just designed like shit, and it's impossible. It's still fun. It, I think I mean, it's still, still fun, but... It's okay. It makes me want to just play Diablo 3, though. Yeah, maybe. I've never played Diablo game, so... Well, we'll do that next because it's so much better. But anyway, I didn't mean to get you off track. No, there there wasn't much more to this crappy story. It was just... What about the stuck part? You figured out the puzzle that we couldn't solve, right? Eventually? Uh, yeah, and, and that's really stupid. So where we were roaming around... Uh, so we got to the second level, I believe. Yeah. And uh, it turns out uh, where the shopkeeper is, and you're just kind of roaming around, that is not an actual level. That's just kind of a middle level between to get prepared for the next level. So you go back to where you spawn to meet up with this. Yeah. Oh, you go back to that like plane thing? You go back to the circle in the middle and then just press next chapter. It pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. We walked around around there for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just bad game design. Like, it, it, fundamentally, the game plays fine. It's all really watered down Diablo, and they were really trying to capture that Diablo feel, but they just failed on like the critical pieces. And some of the strange things uh, when you're playing couch co-op, you have to go find uh, a pillar at the very beginning to spawn the second player. So if you right. can't find that, or if you're not paying attention to it, you can't figure out how to get the second person on the screen. Does that exist in the second level when you start? Yeah, it just continues. Okay. Yeah, so there's but there's if you these were, different yeah. points that uh, yeah you can spawn a second player, but the lack of the lack of prompts. There's enough prompts, but the lack of the proper prompts where yeah. it's telling you, okay, go here for this or some type of map system. I eventually figured out how to use the map, but even then, the map. Is just you have the map and then a general circle where you're at, not an exact circle. So you can't I also exactly appreciate, figure out what you're looking for. Yeah, I also appreciate that the first level, which was like a good hour long level, keeps about I don't know twelve button presses and tells you what they do. It keeps that on screen. It occupies the entire lower portion of your screen, 
And it's only after completing that level that you can go to the shopkeeper and ask him to turn it off. What? Because that's good game design. <laughs> yeah. Top notch. Wow. That's why the screen Top was notch. so tiny because there's multiple prompts and then you have all these power-ups. So I kind of was a long-range attack and so I had all these different shots. So there's another menu of shots to the right. There's a menu down below of, of button prompts. A left is, I don't know, map or something like that. So you're looking at this tiny screen on a 70-inch TV, which makes no sense whatsoever. Wow. I just really wanted that camera to shift down a little bit so you can look out. That would have been awesome. Yeah, it's a perfectly fine game that could have used a good amount of polish to become better than just meh. So with the Darksider, I don't know anything about Darksiders, but when uh so on game pass there's dark siders three is that tied three. in with that game yeah i mean they're all in the dark siders universe three is the one that came before this and i think was generally considered not great okay. what you want to do is go back and play one and two one is basically ocarina of time in more or less style of game and then two is more of like an open ish map with like a, it almost feels like a PlayStation Two game. Is it still? Top I, down, those are though, both really good. Kind of three quarter. No, no, no. They're they're hundred percent different. Really? Yeah, okay. They're third person action adventure games, right over the shoulder, like a like a Uncharted or um, okay Tomb Raider. Interesting. They're much better. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, it was a weird experience, but so um, I, I didn't just I, put it away. I've been playing it a little bit, trying to figure out what to do. So. Can't get out of second level because it's that end boss is brutal. So, jeez, yeah, the first one was tough. Yeah, they don't get do you, easier. Uh, do you play as one of the horsemen then? Like two of them. They were... Okay, you play as Fury and is it Fury? And who's the other one? There's two. Of them. With One's the got mass. a gun. Slay? No. Well, that would be the. Something like that. What's the What's the Four Horsemen? War, Pestilence. I don't. I don't even remember. I don't know. Something you play as two of them. Yeah. I think if you're by yourself, you alternate between the two, and then if you're playing co-op, obviously one is. And actually, during co-op, you can switch characters. Oh really? Yep. Hmm. I liked my character. Yours was kind of a pussy. Well, he gets killed way too easy because he doesn't have block. I think our our characters. I think that was user error. Really, to just be honest with you. Oh, but, um, you know, but you said you're a long range, right? Yeah. 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 And the combat wasn't overly deep. It relied heavily on like do enough damage to initiate an executable, which just button mash. Right. Not, I mean, not the worst game. I'm glad I didn't buy it before it came to game pass. I'll say that much. Yeah. I wouldn't spend money on it for sure. You've been playing anything new, Andy? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a game called Undermine. It's on Game Pass, which it's it's basically a rogue legacy. If you've ever played that, it's kind of like a roguelike, but you keep a portion of the money or whatever you earn, the coins, between runs, and then you upgrade your your damage and all that stuff. So you, over time, theoretically get a little bit better and better toward you until you get to the end boss, you know? Nice. And yeah, it's pretty fun. 
2D, 3D. Yeah, it's 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 uh kind of overhead like Zelda. Oh sure. Overhead Zelda. And just kind of uh it's a lot of uh binding of Isaac kind of in there too where you get random different modifiers. So how the modifiers stack is really like how you break the game and get really good at it. Sure. So I really love Binding of Isaac, and that kind of scratches the same itch with uh, the upgrades, too. So it's a lot of fun. But it's one of those games where you spend an hour and you might not get anywhere, and that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, that's always kind of rough. <clears throat> when you get some bad rolls in those types of games, it's enough to make you just never want to pick it up again. But then when yeah. you get one that's great, man, it's it's fun. Yeah. You ever play Dead Cells? Yep. Is that kind of in the same vein? I mean, that's 2D, obviously, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot like that. Dead Cells is doesn't have the the cr- super crazy modifiers. Okay. It, it's a little bit more straightforward, and it's obviously a lot more uh, tight on the action. With, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I actually beat Dead Cells. I got really far in it, but it's good. I bought a physical version on one of those like GameStop, like buy to get three free in-store things at one point. I've just never, never gone back to play it. Yeah. It it takes a lot of practice and you got to get kind of like good at it. Yeah. I mean, I keep, I keep watching the Philip Mewson review and it gets me really amped for it. So one of these <laughs> days I'll, yeah. I'll do it. I, uh, I was really amped. I think we've talked a little bit about Tony Hawk and that. One and two remaster, so I was like, "Screw it, demos out." Um, I'll just plunk down the fifty bucks, pre-order it so I can play it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like so close, but it's not. I mean, keep in mind, I don't have the twitch reflexes I probably once had. The base character is starting out at what I assume is bottom barrel stats, but I struggled to pull off some of the stuff. Like they give you the full move set up to underground. Which apparently in Underground, they, they enabled like a wall kick. Like you can kick off a wall and like jump back. I, I'd never done that. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But there's something about the physics in and out of like quarter pipes that just does not work for me. I kept flying out of them unintentionally and it was breaking my combos. And I don't know if that's just like how the series progressed past. Because I stopped playing after three, really. I played a little bit of four. So I had a lot of fun with it, but I got to relearn. And actually there's, there's the option in there to change the, the move settings back to like Tony Hawk one or Tony Hawk two. So you can cap yourself at what's achievable and I can get rid of the revert, which I've been complaining about, which is great. Um, but yeah, looks, looks incredible. The lighting, um, really good HDR. Um, it's very clear that I think in the base game, you're going to have new open areas in their standard levels because warehouse definitely appears to have a door and an outside area that you should be able to access. I'm assuming it's going to take like something in the game that is not in the demo to make that Yeah, I was going to say, because if it was in the demo, they'd be able to figure it out by now, right? Yeah, but I think because there's no items, because you know how like with Tony Hawk, like a lot of them, like there was an item on a ledge or something that kind of like led you to it. And I think that's what's going to be the case. But that's kind of cool that they're doing that because they're keeping a level you know, you know, but they're they're just adding like a whole new area, which is, that's fun. Yeah. And that's, I think they kind of needed that because like that, the, the graphics do look incredible. But when you look at Warehouse, it's like, that's, yeah. that's a tiny, tiny level, you know, <laughs> it's like, yep. well, 
and they're all you know the they they get bigger and better as you as you go but from there but it's still cool that they might be adding some stuff yeah i think that's a it's a good way to go it doesn't take away it just adds in a positive way that really if you chose if you're a purist and you didn't want to do it you wouldn't have to you could still enjoy it as it was and um so yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it. I think I'll get to the point where it's going to feel comfortable and I'll figure it out. I just, I struggled a little bit. I mean, I was still putting together like 300,000 point runs, which isn't bad for warehouse, but yeah, I don't know. And then the best part is, is like, so obviously I haven't touched my YouTube channel since I think I uploaded around Christmas was the last thing. Um, so I was like, screw it. I'm excited about this. I got nothing going on. I'll just take 30 minutes and live stream it. So I live streamed Tony Hawk for 30 minutes and lost four subscribers. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks, YouTube. Appreciate everyone coming out. Uh, that will do it. So that was good. Worth it. <laughs> uh, so with the quarter pipe problem, was it, do you think you were holding up when you were going out of the quarter pipe and doing <sighs> that? See, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I was ollieing too late. I was playing around with it, like in that half pipe that's in the level. And like sometimes it felt like it. I think, I honestly think that if you're manualing into a quarter pipe, it just wants to throw you out the other side, which is really difficult if you mm. wanted to like manual, do like a grab and a spin, revert down and do the other side. And that's where it kept getting me. I'm sure it's user error to some extent. It was just far too easy to to break it. It, it, to what I was used to anyway. Yeah. Well, it's realistic. Uh, if I, if you manual into a quarter pipe, you're going to eat your ass pretty much. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> very true. But yeah, still looking forward to it. I mean, I don't know if it was worth paying the 50 bucks to get the digital version of a game that I want on physically, but whatever. I'll buy it in a bargain bin at some point. Yeah. It's better than five. Yes. It's better than HD, which I've played today. Yeah, I felt bad when you sent me that screenshot. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's just the first game, right? Like, that doesn't have two, or does it have levels from two? I, it has some levels from two, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. I don't think there's any from three, though. No, it's just one and two. But yeah, I was. So I, like, reorganized my gaming setup. And, uh,. I had a lot of consoles and stuff set up already, but then I decided to put a flat screen over there and then hook up like the older gen HD ones up sure. to. So I had the 360 and then noticed that was on there. So I booted that up, tried that out for a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to maybe get a like sprinkler over there, like a fire extinguisher because <laughs> I have, I think it's 23 Oh my gosh. Plug plugins over there right now. And that might be too many. Off of how many uh how many wall sockets? It well it would be four plugs, yeah. So oh, okay. Wow. But yeah. two two sockets, but yeah. Nice. Well, you know, as long as it's not sparking, you're doing alright, I think. <laughs> yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. Just daisy chain those suckers, I think it's fine. Yep. I, I feel that way. Um with with my large uh, Trinitron and where I have all the like retro systems, it, it's pretty questionable. So I have a, a rack mount um, like monster power surge protector of some sort. 
and I have it going to one outlet. I also have the TV plugged into it and then all of the systems. And then you know it's bad when you're like finagling the NES and Super Nintendo bricks that don't alternate in the proper (laughs) ways. And you're trying to like, they're barely hanging on, but I'm like, I got power to these. So that's, that's something. So, ugh, it's going to burn down my house one of these days. Yeah, those yeah, bricks yeah. are the worst. Like Sega, like if you have the 32X, the CD, and the Genesis, that's oh, yeah. three three bricks all for one console. Do they have any modern cord that would go in without the brick? There's there's um somebody makes an aftermarket piece for the the Sega Monster. I know where it's like one thing does all three if you have if you've got the stack. Yeah, but I don't. Beyond that, I don't know. Huh. I'm Someone sure somebody's doing to. it. I don't, so I was telling Nate, I think, like, I, so I got that my gaming PC back finally, you know, and I was down here playing it and, like, I heard this horrible sound, you know, kind of like a fan, like, chugging or slapping against something. And I just thought maybe my PC had gotten, like, a little messed up in shipping. And I came down the next day, PC wasn't on, I heard the same damn sound. So I'm like, what possibly could be running? You know, I'm like, it's got to be a console with a disk drive, something spinning, I don't see it. Checked, everything's powered off. Here was the Xbox One power brick. There's a, there's a fan in there apparently, and like there's vents on each end, so it must have just gotten like a little wonky or full of like dust. Jeez. So I had to like slap this thing and blow it out. I was like, you, it's kind of unbelievable that the power brick would make that much damn noise. Yeah, Never would have wow. thought. That but I guess I haven't crazy. used it in forever, so it's probably been running on like low, you know, for three four years now, and yeah, <laughs> just nuts. I also like going over to Nate's place because, like, Nate and I are both NES collectors, and I keep mine on a shelf, a smaller shelf, you know, just end labels, and Nate has displayed his face forward across his whole basement, and then you're just down there, and you're trying to decide a game, and I just look over at Nate, and I'm like, man, you don't realize, like, how much hot garbage there is on this console until you see somebody display their games all like this. He's like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're both so proud facts. of our NES collections, and, like, 70% of it you would just never want to touch. And you don't you don't really realize it until you really sit down and look for a game, and we never really did come to any solid no, picks. It's we terrible. played totally rad. Nate loves totally rad. It started, it started out okay. Good. Yeah, that's, it's got a good first level. And that's totally like one on the wall that grabs your attention too. Oh, like for if sure. You have yeah. them front facing. Yep. Even a lot of those, yeah. Even a lot of bad games that either they're like ridiculously nineties or. It's just good art in general, so yeah, you're not not a total loss, but no, it's I a think lot of that, gray. <laughs> that one and Werewolf would probably be the two that would just really jump out if if mm. you didn't know better. Oh yeah, yeah, Werewolf ripping through the cartridge—it's pretty badass. I feel mm-hmm. like we need to have CJ from Replay Games just record things to us so that we're like, ah, oh, what do we play? We don't really know, and then we just press play and he picks it for you because we can yeah. never decide when we get together. It's obnoxious. I'll be honest. Like after we had that game night, the first thing I did was come home and look at prices for a multi-cart for the Nintendo. Cause I was like, I own a bunch of shit. I never want to touch. <laughs> and maybe it's time that I don't own this stuff anymore. Cause it's dumb. And then what did I text you? That you would buy it all. I'll buy it all. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, I'll take it to my grave. No, I didn't do that. But Yeah. It's an eye-opener every time you try to find a co-op game on the NES as to what a challenge that is. 
There isn't many. Yeah, there or isn't many, many good ones. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, and even the ones we do find that we get excited about, we're like, yeah, Jackal. We're like, man, we suck. This is terrible. It's yeah. a great game. We just are not good anymore. So that's a problem. Or maybe I'm not, or we're not together. I don't know what the yeah. deal is. but So we ended up playing two-player Virtual Boy for a while. Yep. The standard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> right on, I added, right on. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but I added yet another mini console to my console pile, pile of shame yesterday. So I saw that. Got the international 40th anniversary Neo Geo Mini on clearance at uh, at the GameStop. I saw that. So you tried actually, it out yet? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's, uh, that's when I actually played it. I popped it in. It's it's a nice little device. The emulation's solid. Um, it, the only bummer is, is like, it obviously has every game that you've already played and probably owned 10 times over because SNK just recycles those games. But I don't know. It works really good. I think I'm going to get a couple external controllers for it and then use it as a little console. I, I know there's some software to hack it. So when did this come out on there? Was it two years ago almost now? I think so, that, okay. What kind yeah. of games are on there? Uh, it's got 40. It's got all the metal slugs, all the King of fighters, all the fatal furies. Um, it's got the shooters that you usually see like last resort and like something blade. And yeah, I mean, there's Sengoku, uh, blues journey, which Nate loves. My son was playing that. Um, yeah, I mean, really just the typical stuff, but I don't know. I like, I mean, even if it was just metal slug, it's worth picking up to me. So it's cool. Nice. Good price too. Yeah. Yeah, Not bad. I mean, you can get bundles online with two controllers and the console for like a hundred ish. So, I mean, really, if you do the math, I pretty much came out even on that. That's what it would cost me to buy more controllers. So, but I just never bought it because it just didn't. It's one of those things where it's just like I don't need to order this online. But when you know it's in a store right down the road, I got, I got tipped off by Ben, um, and he let me know, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. Definitely gonna go buy that right now." So yeah. it's neat. It's so it, you just do like HDMI out. On it. Yeah, so you can do HDMI. I think it. I gotta look at the back again, but I think it's one of those ones that requires like the micro HDMI. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I could check, but um, yeah. And then it's powered by USB C, which they give you, which a lot of these ones do now, which is just laughable that they'll give you the cord, but they won't give you the brick to plug it into. But mm-hmm. you know, everybody's got ten of those laying around, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, the control's really nice. It's no clicky stick, which is a bummer. But they there's a, a blue. LED light that like lights up around the the joystick, which looks really nice. Yeah. Um, screen's really bright. The audio is incredibly loud. The first thing you had to do is like crank that down to like a third. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. They made like 50 different versions of that, I feel like, too. Right. There's like the Samurai Showdown version, <laughs> the US, the Japanese, the International, which is the one I've got. And there was that holiday bundle one that was like red. So yeah, they kind of went hog wild. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad pickup though. Not for that price. Cause it's like a hundred new, right? 
I think they were. Yeah, they, they yeah. had this one marked at like sixty six is what they were selling it for, but for forty five. Yeah, obviously I'll take it. And then I don't have you guys been well. Nate doesn't have Netflix. Have you guys heard about that high score documentary series on Netflix about video game history? Nate, Nate, you haven't seen it obviously because no. you don't have Netflix. But Andy, have you watched any of that at all? I haven't. The first like I watched the trailer for it, and I just felt like it was like I never like the, I've never played a video game before. So here's a documentary about it. But is it a little bit more? Like no, insightful or right. So that's my biggest problem with it is it's six episodes and it like, it starts out by like seeming like it's going to be this overview of history from start to present. But like, it's just not, if, if you're already a gamer and know the history, you're not going to learn anything new. Um, and the way they choose to spotlight events is very herky jerky and they'll jump forward in time and then they'll come back. And then, they really only hold that loose continuity of like progressing through the ages through the first two episodes. And then it just kind of falls apart. And then by the end, you're just looking at like full episodes dedicated mostly to one game, like street fighter or mortal Kombat, and then doom. I mean, it just really falls apart and they spent a lot of time. Yeah. Just way too much time jumping back and forth. It, it doesn't, it, it's not enough to connect with a gaming enthusiast and it's, it's not, consistent or explained well enough to be meaningful to anyone who isn't really into the hobby. So I think they just kind of missed all around and, and some of the interviews they have are very good, but again, it's way out of order and just some odd stuff too. Like they spent like 15, 20 minutes. I feel like talking about this gay blade game, which is like this LGB TQ. I don't know what to get that wrong. I don't know what the abbreviation is, but game where it was like a dungeon crawler that this guy made it do was you know trying to be it was kind of like a, a joke it was it was gay and lesbian community taking a shot at you know a very oppressive government at the time and how it was lost the time and it was resurfaced later through the internet and the the creator found his copies apparently he moved from like hawaii back to the states and the moving company did not move that box so all of his sealed copies were lost the time and his huh. his source code um so that was like an interesting story, but that <clears throat> when you look at that in the context of what they were trying to do, that is a neat niche story that doesn't really get you from Sega Genesis to PlayStation 4, I guess. It's, it was very strange. I would say, I would say honestly, like this just kind of made me mad that nobody has done this better. And it, honestly, I think if you're gonna look for that type of documentary, I think honestly, retroware TV in the video game years have already done that. Like that, and that, that was shot. Like I think that's standard definition video, unless they up it, there's a little more comedy in it, but they at least went year by year explaining the progression of consoles, how they came out, the commentary. And those are already available. You can stream, you can watch them on Amazon. You can watch them for free on, on YouTube. I, I you know, if you've got a passing interest and you want a better, explanation of our hobby up to when they stopped covering which i think was the 90s which uh, the video the video game years is is the place to go because they they kind of modeled that show after vh1's like i love the 80s or best week ever it was kind of that format and it fit really well um so i it would be nice if that had had the funding to continue you know past where that did unfortunately yeah. like i think they sunk a lot of money into that and it just did not land in the youtube universe at the time to recoup costs yeah, well, and that's a bummer part because like they spent so many years in the you know mid '80s and 
and nobody really cared you know the early 80s nobody really cared about the documentary on that side i guess and then right when they were getting to the 90s where everything was right. at a fever pitch they kind of like well we ran out of money and can't do it <laughs> you know yeah kind of sucked well, I, but and to their credit they even started at the tail i think they started at 77 so they really went out of their way to yeah cover the boring stuff for the first five years yeah to most people to make a really good documentary show and yeah i just remember them trying to do that last round of crowdfunding and yeah nobody gave a crap I, about it and i don't know why because they had enough other channels that were contributing to it that you'd think there could have been like a nice audience push but mm-hmm. yeah it's one of the best things that's ever been done on youtube as far as like a historical piece on on the hobby Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like, they get into a lot of weird stuff that you never heard of and they get, you know, the fun facts type stuff that that's totally what you want to hear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So actually that's, it's funny. Cause like that inspired me after watching that series and like literally the last two episodes of that high score, I was on my phone doing other stuff cause I just, it just couldn't keep my attention. I was so over mm-hmm. it. And then after that I went back and I did start rewatching the video game years and it's just crazy now because you watch and you're like, oh, Norm the Gaming Historian's a little baby. <laughs> it looks like he's like 20 years old in there. It's so long ago. But yeah, I'd, I'd watch that over High Score. I mean, High Score is only six episodes. If you've got a passing interest and you've got Netflix, sure. But I certainly wouldn't go out of my way for it. And I, and I don't think it's done well because it certainly hasn't landed on the trending at all for you know a new Netflix release. So what oh. you're saying is don't sign up for Netflix for this. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely do not do that. Sign up for it for uh, Bread Barbershop. What? Yes. Bread this is Barbershop? A, this is a kid's show, and it nonstop is just pushing it on my kids. Just got to watch this, got to watch this. Top thing all the time. And it's one of those, like cartoon things that they don't there's like no talking in it so you know it came from a different country and they just like hack it up kind of like the rabbits cartoon if you ever seen that sure it's a lot of it's something like that however this one it struck me really weird and i can't believe nobody's talking about it maybe it's just me but the story is it's this it's a slice of bread just a basic slice of bread is it white or wheat? Okay. It is white. Okay. And it's got a mustache. He's got it. Wears a tie and all that. And he's a barber. Oh. <laughs> and okay. what he what he does is he he uh, dresses up and does makeovers for cakes and cookies and much sweeter pastries, I guess. And he's just a you know making their lives better. When but he's lives... just a sad, plain slice of white bread. Yeah, exactly. So is and, he molding? Uh, you know, I didn't see too much of it, but a lot of it was like, you know, adding whipped cream to the top of a cake and, you know, putting cherries and shit like that on there. And they love it. You know, they're like, oh, you just changed my life. This makeover is great. Da, 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 da. Question. Does he ever put feeling up the, inside the Twinkie? That's what I want. <laughs> I want to see that episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Time but for like that filling injection. Yep. But just like the, the, the social climate right now, and it's like this, this guy who the bread who is making you know, all these cakes that have better lives already and making their lives better. It was just like, uh, this is kinda weird. That's bizarre. 
<clears throat> is that a Netflix original too? Like they produce uh, it? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they, I think they, so that was the thing. I like tried to look it up. There's not even a Wikipedia page for this thing. So it's like, oh, this is Chinese propaganda. You need to get this thing <laughs> off your television right now. And your kids are that loving it. Not good. I, I kind of told them to pick something else. Cause I can't stand when they watch those shows that don't have any talking in it at all. It's yeah. like, that's why I made my kids stop watching minions. I was like this or not minions uh, that rabbits is like, this literally yeah. has to be making you stupider Yeah. because I, Oh, so bad. We've been having fun, <clears throat> the kids and I now, and my wife lately, because our kids are at the age where they can like figure out more of the Netflix stuff and spell and type. So we're in this like name change war. So they change our photo, and then they'll change our name, and then I'll change their photo and <laughs> put like fart heads and stuff on there. And then you log back in the next time, and it's something different. It's pretty. It's a pretty great little game. Netflix is like, what's going on in this household? Yeah, they probably they can't figure out your recommendations at all. I'm sure after that. It's tough. I Have you ever messed with people's recommendations? I do that watching for my awful wife stuff? sometimes on Hulu, where I'll just click on things that I know are questionable, but then it will always pop up more questionable material. So then I'm <laughs> laying in bed and she turns this thing on and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you watching? And she's like, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Same with like if you ever take your spouse's cell phone and just look some things up so they get some weird ads. It's uh, <laughs> My then, wife would never trust me with your phone. And then you always just call them out and be like, what What are you looking at? What are you shopping for? It's worth it. You should really, I recommend everyone trying it at least once. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a good recommendation. My kids broke my YouTube recommendations. So that's why I had to like finally just remove my profile from the TVs because... Guess what? I don't want to watch Jelly or like how to make 18,000 colors of slime. I'm good. <laughs> if you so wanted no, to get funny. super famous, that's what you need to do. <laughs> Did you just hit puberty there? Was that a burp? <laughs> so you need to it, do was, it, was a, it was a burp slash puberty. Oh. Yeah. Puberty. My voice is dropping as we speak. <laughs> I like it. It's sexy. Yeah, just... just Play the dirty game of YouTube and hey, I'm playing with slime. And kids are like, oh my gosh, it's the <laughs> best. You mentioned that you could probably have some fun on Netflix because there's still, it's not as bad as it used to be, but there's still like borderline like softcore porn and like weird documentaries out there that you could really F with somebody's recommended, I think. Oh, yeah. This might be an experiment. I'm going to find all of these and just let them run while I'm, I'll, I'll start one in the morning as I'm leaving and then just let it run. While I go to work. Well, I think you can do it just with your cell phone too, can't you? Can you? Just be clicking on different. Okay. Okay. Sign in yeah. and then sign under your wife's account and just. Mm -hmm. Man. And then I feel like you need to document this so that we can enjoy the confusion. That's what I've been telling my family because I want to start that secret channel thing. And I was like, one of the projects should be just like tormenting mom for 24 hours like that's a great video yeah where we all just act like complete dicks and make my wife's life hell <laughs> yeah and then the follow-up video will be profit. divorcing my husband <laughs> yeah. hey i'm laughing all the way to the bank on that one <laughs> you'd be the first man in history <laughs> yeah like oh i'm sad yeah that's uh 
I, uh, we got an email address or an email the other day that uh, Plex added live TV for free. I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So I go on there and uh, it's just like people like stringing together YouTube videos and claiming oh, really? their channels. <laughs> so there's so it's of, kind like, of like those other like places that do that where it's quote unquote live TV, but they're just like recycling like free use stuff. And yeah. So, I mean, it, it is branded stuff like so like IGN has a channel. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just they're they're just playing their videos that they do from their website and stuff like that. OK. And, uh, yeah. That's a lot like Pluto then and like those two B's and stuff where it's yeah. all just that kind of crap. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing. Like, yeah, there's a whole Bob Ross channel, which. That's my dude. Yeah. Bob Ross. That's what I put the kid. That's what I put on for the kids to, for punishment. You know, like you have to watch this. But. Nice. Well, I mean, it's a nice feature, right? Yeah. I know Roku's been doing that too. They've been trying to like add more like live streaming, but it's the same thing. Like they're not real TV channels. It's it's exactly that. It's the IGNs and and all that. Yeah. I actually don't mind the IGN one. When I used to work at home a lot more, I would just have that on in the background because <clears throat> it's just kind of passive content that you're not really engaging in anyway. Yeah. Then again, they are. Aren't they rebooting G4? Yeah. Supposedly that, next yeah. year. Yeah, under IGN's banner or the parent company or something. Okay, so maybe that's just it's just going to turn into that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to like some of that stuff coming back, like the whole run of X Play and uh, Screensavers was good. What was that? The Tommy Tallarico one. I don't remember what that was called. Extended Play. Yeah. No. No, Maybe. uh, Shit. It's like a magazine thing, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, the guy who was his partner still operates under that banner on YouTube. Oh, really? And he oh. and he's got the archival stuff, and he continues continues making new things now. Hmm. He did a video with uh, I don't know if it was on that channel or if it was an offshoot, but him and um, Happy Console Gamer teamed up for a while around like 2016. They were doing stuff together. Oh, okay. So it's a Canadian outfit, apparently. Huh. I like that guy. He's a really, yeah, he's a genuinely good guy with bare bones. Yeah, I, I respect that channel so much because it's just like bare bones, like lowest quality. Like there's not, there's a watermark. He still kneels at that freaking coffee table and he just talks and like he's super engaging. It's, I love channels like yeah. that. Yeah, he's super enthusiastic about his stuff. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. can't you can't it's hard to eke your way into that anymore though like thank god he started when he did but yeah i think i think it's why he's survived as long as he has because he's just like everyone holds him in such high regard because he's always nice like he never shits on other channels and even when he doesn't like a game he's pretty like canadian about it (laughs) that's true yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. They just had a kid. I guess he just came back, like finally after several months away. So, been watching some new stuff. Hmm. I'm too busy about watching Bob Ross. Yeah, and bread. Or, yeah, and bread. They also have America Funniest Home Videos channel, just of all that. And my kids just say, "I want to watch the Ouchies now." nice it's just nut shots after nut shots (laughs) i love the like you can say whatever you want about bob saget but the bob saget years of 
of commentary. Just like the zoink. Like his <laughs> voices. So oh my great. Gosh. They're so bad. They're good. It's just amazing. Ugh. Is that, that do- is not still running. Is it? Is, it is, is. That still on TV? It is. is there a host? Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince oh, yes. of Bel-Air is the dude. Oh, oh he's okay. also he's also doing unwrapped, so he's doing double duty, huh? Jeez, dang. See, What's I don't name? see Alfonso something something. Alfonso Ribeiro. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I just know him as Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I love that episode of Family Guy. And they're like, wasn't Alfonso Rivera, Rivera also on Silver Spoons? They're like, yeah, I think so. Then there's like two guys in the background moving out a couch. And like, hey, Alfonso, weren't you in those Silver Spoons? He's like, oh, yeah. Yes, I was. Then he continues to move the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, he never won that uh, case, right? Like he sued Fortnite, wasn't For it? The, yeah, no. For the yeah, I think he was one of those ones that didn't. Yeah, yeah it's too bad can patent a dance i guess or yeah. that if it's not cho- choreography that's too bad fortnite's just taking bigger fish like apple now that whole thing is a just a dick swinging contest <clears throat> yep at least at least the they stopped them from moving removing like the development engine like that that's one step too far but that would have been insane yeah it's it's just so dumb listening to all of it because it's like Epic knew exactly what they were doing. Of course, Apple's pissed. Like, nobody's right here. It's very frustrating. Yeah. You know what else is frustrating? I was texting Nate about this a little bit is that maybe it's because I'm getting too old, but I turn on rock radio now and I hate it. So my thing. What's it become? Last... I haven't heard radio in a while now. It's bad it's like everything they like mix stuff that doesn't belong in the genre and they're leaning back into like your aussie like the stuff that they pushed out for a while and like your 80s stuff is coming back in there but it's like i used to like my thing over the last few years has been like if volbeat comes on i'm turning the radio off i'd rather listen to nothing than volbeat because they are <laughs> trash and now they brought back demandatory metallica and i know i'm gonna catch shit for this but i hate metallica so now I have to turn the radio off when Metallica's on. I hate and then you. They, and then rock radio also is now Imagine Dragons and tw- what and Twenty One. Yep. What what is the other one? Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots. So I have to turn the radio oh. off when those yep. assholes come on. And then there's like this other stuff that I don't even know what it is, but it's like hip hop R and B that's somehow on there. So like I just I can't stomach the genre is dead. And the only new stuff that's on there is like these industry plant bands like. And Shinedown's fine for what they are, but like it's Shinedown, mm-hmm. it's Five Finger Death Punch. It's like, I don't know. I, and then I started thinking about it more and I'm like, I don't know that it's been good since like the 90s because I think back to what was popular on rock radio in the two, early 2000s. I'm like, none of that stuff held up. I mean, there's some no. exceptions. I'm not going to generalize everything, but like, I don't like any of that anymore. And I'm I'm a huge rock fan and it just pisses me off that the genre is like so tapped there's just I, I find myself just going further and further back like into the 80s and earlier i feel stuff. like some of it has to do with with the local market too um if you're listening to that local radio yeah that um i mean it, it's so random because we'll have i think i've texted a, a buddy about this too where 
uh, Lenny Kravitz is on. <laughs> um, this is for real. This is a real thing. Lenny Lenny Kravitz was on. Um, what was his? It's not even like rock. It's I want to get away. You know. Oh, the, yeah. Yes. They do so that was that. like on on our local rock station, and then it yep. moved to like a Green Day song, and then it moved to. Yeah, probably a Volbeat, and then uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, this is the most it confused station. It, it's the most confused station ever. Yeah, it's bad. the The last time, the last time I had the radio on, I heard a song that has Ozzy and Post Malone singing in the same oh, song. That song is oh, terrible, and that was like where it was like, okay, this is. <laughs> Everything's dead now. I think it's called Elton John or something like that. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. It's awful. Garbage. Yeah, I think when Zach Brown Band came out with that Chris Cornell song and it was like the number one song in rock for the <laughs> summer, I think that's when I knew the genre was dead. <laughs> yeah. It was just bad. But you're right. Most of like even to early 2000s, like I, I would say Slipknot is probably the only one that I'd say. And Stone Sour corn. is legitimately like good. Yeah, corn and Foo Fighters. Although I would say the yeah. last like six years for them have been pretty not amazing. Yeah, but there's just yeah. so many that are just like Nickelback knockoffs. I feel there's like. a and, whole lot yeah. of Nickelback and Puddle of Mud and and um, trying to think of some of the other weird ones. Nickelback and the Theory of a Dead Man. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say that. Nickelback's little bitch is Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah, they're they're little puppets. Ugh. I used to like them too. I disgusted with myself. I bet yeah. you you did. And even the stuff that like it was heavier that I was getting into because like there was a small period where I was getting into like rock radio, but I liked like the heavier crap, like, like the static, Britney Spears and like, yes, like the Static X, like System and stuff. Like that stuff doesn't even age well. It's it, I really feel like the only rock music that has truly like held the test of time and I still think is good is stuff that I maybe didn't even like at the time, but like that '90s grunge and like. That 80s period, I'm not in hair metal, but the 80s transitioning into the alternative sound, I don't know. Yeah. I'm too old to maybe get new music. Although, as soon as I text that tonight, I found, um, well, Dance Gavin Dance has been around forever, but they had a new album out this year that I had to listen to. And I think that should be on the radio. That is an awesome record. I've listened to that like yeah, nonstop. That's great. I ordered the vinyl. There's like, if you've never heard of Dance Gavin Dance, they were like, pretty big post hardcore band from like 2007 and they I think this is their ninth record but like this new record is just like it's math core it's metal core it's R&B it's like hmm. pop and like they change the genres so seamlessly with every 30 seconds within the song let alone from song to song cuz they get into some like latin latin stuff too like just listen to the they got a song in there called Liars. Are you gonna say Latino? <clears throat> Latino, I was going I to I bet yeah. you you were gonna say Latino. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, uh Dance Gave a Dance Afterburners, the album. Just huh. I, I, I challenge anyone to listen to the song Lyrics Lie and not love that song. Yeah, that's good. Song. There's also the line in there where because they got this because the, they're a post hardcore band, so they've got the clean vocals guy. And then they've got the screaming guy where they're like back and forthing at each other. And there's a line that I didn't catch the first time where he's like, remember the time you tried to kiss her, but she was gay and liked your, or liked your sister. And I was like, Oh, that's a great line. <laughs> and the other guy screams back like, no, I don't remember that. Sometimes lyrics lie. <laughs> it's like the, it's just really fun to listen to a record like that. That's like 
so all over the place, upbeat and catchy. And the lyrics don't take themselves seriously. The band clearly doesn't take what they're trying to do overly seriously. And it's just, it's good. I like it. I ordered it on vinyl. It's coming. Huh, nice. <sighs> I'm yeah. still sad about radio. It's failed me. Well, speaking of uh, bad two th- <laughs> 2000 bands, mm. I, uh, I bought the new DLC for Beat Saber, which is uh, oh. Lin- Linkin Park. Nice. Oh. like 10 tracks of lincoln park and Please not enough good, good ones stuff no they didn't did they go i don't with think like they a had later 10 tracks, stuff? did they i mean you could just put all of meteora and like hybrid theory on there and you'd be fine yeah right that's there there's a there's a decent amount of meteora a small section of hybrid theory and the rest is like uh I just pictured I mean, the, the whole thing was uh, the Transformer theme song that, on replay yes. over yeah. and over again. They have that I mean, one hi- on there. It's hybrid like, oh. Theory would be the hardest to translate to Beat Saber just for what that game is. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the stuff you want, right? Yeah. They did. Please tell me they didn't put that like clapping song in there. That's like yep. the whole chorus is, oh, I fucking hate that song. Yep. That one's on there. Um, yeah. The Transformers that's when I one. away. They didn't do the like ultra slow ones that Chester's like, I'm trying to be serious, whatever. At least they didn't do those. But other than that, I, I, it's better than the Green Day one. The Green Day one is like most, there's not one song from Dookie in the Green Day track pack. And it's like, oh, how? Yeah. Three of them from their new album, of course, because they want to promote that and like, three of them from American idiot. And then, yeah, that's not great. I, someone who really respects like most of the catalog for green day, like they're not doing themselves a favor by insisting on putting out new material. Like they probably should just be the band that tours and does their greatest hits. Cause it's really what they're doing on tours anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they <laughs> haven't had a well, good record in so long. Well, it's just funny because there was, I mean, they already had a drop off with American Idiot. There's enough people that were like, oh, this is too different. I don't like, I don't want this. So now that they're not even, they're getting farther away from that even. It's not, it's not. Yeah. And there's like that weird division too of people who refuse to listen to Green Day because of American Idiot. Like, I don't like political bands. I'm like, well, it's a (laughs) punk rock band. So you don't like punk rock. I'm like, also they had the one song and they existed what was that like 2003 like they'd already been a band for over like 10 years at that point right gosh yeah i can honestly say like i haven't enjoyed their new music since what was the one that came after american idiot 21st century breakdown like that was a genuinely good album Mm -hmm. after that no bueno i did i didn't mind american idiot but everything on there got played so much that I'm still yeah. not over. <clears throat> oh, I still, I, I still love it. I still think it's my favorite green day album, but yeah, it got played to yeah. death. I mean, Dookie's obviously right behind that. But. Yeah. But huh. at least they're adding, you know, actual rock songs on there. Cause for a long time there, they were just doing just electronic like hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of nice. You can branch out. Yeah. So do you think like there will be a cutoff and there will be a next gen version of Beat Saber and they will license the music or do you think they'll just continue on trajectory? Yeah, I don't know. 
how that works with that type of licensing, right? Like the last time they did that was like Rock Band, and I don't know if they handled it real well, right? Because I don't know. Yeah. I think most of your stuff from like PS3, 360 went over to Rock Band 4, if I remember right, but I'm sure there was a lot of licensed stuff that didn't. Yeah, at some point I'm sure you run into problems. Yeah. It seems like they could redo that game a little bit. I mean, I don't know what you do to fundamentally make it better, but I could see it improving. Yeah. I mean, it's one, it's it's like kind of still one of the most polished pieces on VR, so it'd be really nice to see them kind of push and clean it up even further. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they need to balance it so badly. They like even this like track pack hard. If you play it on hard, it's just like a cakewalk. Me and my wife like do full combos it, and then you go to the next step up to expert, and we can't even beat the song. You know? Yeah, it sucks. it's like it's 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 a little rough. And that game is frustrating too, and you grind to a halt and like can't progress because it's not really about how good you do in that game. It's more about experiencing the game. Mm-hmm. So it sucks when it stops. Like it just really sucks you out of it. Yep. And there's no like practice mode or anything to like be like, I'm really bad at this section. If I, you know, could just practice that section to get through it. But yeah, it's still great though. Mm -hmm. So how much was that track back? Uh, $14, 13, something like that. That's a lot. That's like CD price. Then if you're getting 10 tracks, I will say if you, uh, if you have epileptic problems with, Blinking lights. This one is really bad for that. It is basically a strobe in your face the whole time because you're like in a you're like in a train tunnel. The people dealing with epilepsy aren't playing VR to begin with. (laughs) Right? I mean you'd hope. One would hope. Yeah. Just the boot up screen there. (laughs) Fall down. Actually, that's the testing for children before they get into school. They put a VR headset on them and just Flashing lights. Yeah, well, he passed out. Epileptic. Put that Pokemon episode on. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good <yeah>. stuff. <laughs> Man, I remember that when that was happening as a kid. That it was like I was really big into Pokemon, and then hearing that news that like some episode of the cartoon sent like hundreds and hundreds of children to the hospital. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah. What happened? I couldn't understand. What? I swear, but that. wasn't wasn't there a Simpsons episode that did that too at some point? Like, yeah, on? I think there was something, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing about that. But yeah, that's crazy. It seemed like every few years as a kid, you'd hear. And then Pokemon got even worse, and those McDonald's like Pokeballs were suffocating kids to death somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why you can't get a McDonald's toy without like five holes in it anymore. Yeah, it's not cool. Have you guys caught on to like what McDonald's has been doing uh, in this COVID world? No. So you know how McDonald's like always advertises, you know, what's at McDonald's and the new kids meal toys. They haven't done that since April and they're just recycling. Every time we go to McDonald's, which is not often, um, but it's like the Lion King toy from the year before or this last time I took my kids this week because <laughs> my wife was doing something. So we went for a hike and on the drive back, I got them a Happy Meal and it was a Monsters, Inc. toy. Like wow. there hasn't been a Monsters, Inc. movie in like four years. I don't know. So I don't know if it's like a manufacturing thing 
or what. But yeah, they're just like shipping out their backlog. Oh, it's an Arby's toys. thing. That's how they get by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when was this? Oh no, this this was from 1992. We just got a whole bunch of them. Or Subway, you know, when you walk through there and you're like, what toy was this? Yeah. I don't even know. Wendy's is pretty bad about that too. They try to do like edutainment toys and it's like all the oh, stuff yeah. that they manufacture. And it's just like, this is literally like just a Twizzler and like a circle. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe they're I like going know. to garage sales, picking up all the old ones. <laughs> Buying them for a couple of cents. <laughs> yeah. It's really cheaper. <laughs> yeah. There's always, there's always one of those, isn't there? A garage sale that's just full of like never opened mcdonald's toys for 25 yep. cents a piece yeah. it's always like an old lady too like uh, I, bu- I buy the happy meals because they fit what i want to eat yeah i would get super excited too and then like dive right in thinking i'm gonna find like the transformers toys like the happy meal toys or like the mario mario stuff and like i never do it's always no. it's always the barbies or the yes. freaking beanie babies which piss yeah. me off yep uh, a million times yeah man that I would be funny hang- though just like giving those away at random yeah. Why not? Yeah. Time to go on eBay and buy bulk boxes of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Buying them from Mildred and Myrtle. Yep. Do you guys get a text message about that local like GameStop former GameStop employee going to be having a garage sale this weekend? No. Yeah. yeah, I got the message from one of the local collectors, and I just replied back with a meme of batman slapping robin and then the 2020 batman slapping robin with like a 20 foot pole (laughs) (laughs) and i got the reply something wrong i'm like no covid i'm I'm not going to this sorry yeah Yeah. apparently that's happening this weekend but i'm like yeah i'm not not down with that he's gonna be selling a bunch of like promotional stuff from gamestop and video games i have the address if you want to venture out nate nope I'm not gonna, but somebody is. I was not also amazed. I, I was also amazed that someone locally is selling a four foot by uh, fourteen foot original promotional banner for Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Man. <laughs> They're asking a thousand dollars for it locally. Man. No, nobody's doing that. I mean, if the timing. I mean, yeah. If you were gonna do it, now right is now. the timing. Yeah, yeah. I mean. If you were ever going to pull this out of your garage, now is the time. But still, nobody nobody wants that. I wouldn't imagine. Not even Keanu. How do you guys think this movie's going to do? Like, because they're choosing to. They're it's kind of like the first movie back in theaters. Really, I feel like everything's mostly opened up for for Bill and Ted Three. But mm. I don't like. I was aware of Bill and Ted. I watched both of those, but I've not been thinking. Where have Bill and Ted been in my life for the last 20 years, I guess? I don't think I'm, this is going to go over well. Yeah. Like, I watched the first one quite a bit. I think we had it on VHS or something. But sure. uh, the second one, I've I've seen once and don't remember anything. So, like, when Matrix came out and Speed and all that, it just, I just had a really hard time. Whoa. Yeah, like, I, that's the same guy. And now I finally right. got trained, John Wick and Matrix and all that. Like, oh, he's a badass. And I was going back to that. Like, I can't I can't deal with that. Like, him switching, switching right. up. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Because, yeah, now we're used to him being, like, the <clears throat> semi-competent 
action hero actor. Yeah. That just doesn't say much and punches and kicks a lot. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting. It'd be like Bruce Willis going back to stand up comedy now. Like he just wouldn't do he, it. What has Bruce Willis done in the last ten years? I can't think of anything I've oh, seen man. in him. The last, the die the hard, last right? movie I, recently yeah that not recently but yeah with the apple guy yes no there's like two after that shut up really i think so okay well no i didn't know about those yeah hmm that doesn't seem like a great career path what else are you gonna do though i suppose i mean retire yeah. you could Bruce Willis money after all. Hmm. And Nate doesn't watch movies, so he has no idea what we're talking about. No. What's what's a die hard? Actually, I'll be honest, never seen Die Hard. I I almost sent you a picture of a Target clearance end cap the other weekend because for for some reason they had a bunch of like online item return DVDs marked down for like four bucks and the the one that was laying on the top of the stack was R V. Yeah. That's the one movie I, like, I know. I yeah. know that movie front to back. Could have bought it for you for next to nothing. I should have had that. Mm. I would have been been a player at on a Blu-ray for sure. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about that. Like I should just start buying more Blu-rays because they're getting so hard to find in stores. Like I don't know. I used to buy way more movies prior to kids. I guess when I had time to actually watch them. Like, I remember you just, I would open up Best Buy's flyer every week. You know, that was back when half the store was still Blu-rays and like, oh, this is $3. I'm going to go buy it. And we'd spend like a hundred bucks every week buying, but of course we didn't have kids. So yeah. yeah. Now I don't get to watch any movies. And if I do have the time, I choose to do something else, which is kind of sad. Well, not sad, but just different. Wait, you get the TV? I don't even get that. Sometimes. Well, we have six in my house, so I can find one somewhere. <laughs> it's true. To be honest, I watch mostly on my phone because it's just easier to sit there and watch something on my phone than it is to go into a different room. Because I'm like, ah, I got an hour. Like, I'll just I'll curl up on the couch while they watch whatever's on. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's it's just a Netflix thing, you know. You have so many yeah. things that there's so many options that a Blu-ray to go out and buy seems like you'd really have to want it at this point. Yeah, that's true. Especially with like Disney plus and stuff. And you're at the point where we even had the discussion tonight. I'll you bring that up is uh writer wanted to watch. What the hell was it? The emoji movie, which I don't think is on anything. And I was like, don't we just own that? Like, yeah. And then they just didn't watch it. Cause they would have to go <laughs> find the Blu-ray, put it in. Yeah. So they watched something else. I watched that new movie on Disney Plus. I caught most of it with the monkey, all the animals can talk. And uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad is like their owner and he runs a circus. Lion King. No. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's something. It's straight, uh, straight to Disney Plus. Huh. Seemed fine. A bunch of famous people voicing animals. So. That sounds like one of those. Yep, it sure does. And they supposedly have New Muppet Show, which is what I wanted to watch on there, but then we got sidetracked. So I've not was, seen New Muppet Show. I, well, I we have been watching that. 
That's Is really weird. Yeah, it's not bad. It's I don't know. It's it's they kind of do the same skits, and some of them are not all that great, but sure. some of them are pretty good. Um, but the weird thing is, I tried to search for. I went in the kids' side, tried to search for it, and it would not come up. Every other Muppet thing on there comes up. You have to go like to an adult profile to get. So to they the, aim this the at an adult, really? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if like the rating bumped it up and the. I don't know. There hasn't been anything in there that I was like, oh, this is not for kids, but. That's strange. That probably explains why we couldn't find it. Then I'll have to make another profile. I think I've only got one and it's set at kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff that you don't see on the kids side that's on there just because of that. I need to change that then. Yeah. That's probably been blocking a lot of things for me. Mm hmm. Interesting. Is it is it worth checking out, though? Like if you're a fan of the Muppets? Yeah. Yeah. Good. It depends on which ones you like. There's some that are kind of ignored. That's too bad. Yeah. I would say I like Kermit, Fozzie. They're not on there at all. Gonzo barely on there. What? Yeah. How do you not have Kermit? He's the Muppet. Right. It's been on there just slightly here and there, but he's never had his own segments or anything. So I don't know. Well, I, I disapprove of that. Yep. Just doesn't seem right. No. Nate, do you get the second half blues again or what? Well, you're talking about movies. I honestly haven't watched anything besides RV. So (laughs) I I can't contribute at all. Sorry, guys. Can we do a commentary track on RV? Nobody's done that yet. I'm sure of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Can we I just mean, I could probably do... reenact it. I've seen it a couple times because <laughs> it's probably one of the best movies ever made. Well, let's just say we're going to sit down and watch that and instead slip in where the Millers or meet the Millers or whatever that is. It's a much better RV movie. Well, I mean, Robin Williams was in his prime during that. I don't think that's true, mm. but yeah, I mean, he was, he was primed and ready to go. I Wasn't there like ten, a shitter 10 years from joke? killing himself? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything besides uh, RV. That's all I got. <laughs> I got to watch movies. You guys should just force me to sit down and watch movies with you. We did. We, we had a we segment did. called Amazing Movie Time, but nobody what? wanted to watch the movies. Okay, well, so I we mean, stopped. I watched those movies. I didn't like them. <laughs> I just don't. I don't like a lot of movies. Except for RV. I think that segment will wear out. It's time for uh, RV movie time again, where we talk about our sixth viewing of RV. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bleeding this one dry. Yeah. (laughs) Just really get into the psyche of Robin Williams and be like, oh man, I could see where he was going downhill in this scene. Oh my gosh. Oh god! I just like your rationale. You guys should really make me watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. It's a good call. I like it. Uh, uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> so if you're not if you're new to the podcast, you're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? But we used to, for the better part of a year, probably year and a half, we had a segment 
<clears throat> that started out in show and then it would be in between shows. We broke it out so that we had content coming out every week and it was called David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. David Crane's Amazing. <laughs> I can't even remember yeah. how your intro was. And it was just like, it basically boiled down to roughly a 20 to 30 minute recap of us talking about these movies poorly, but not even saying anything productive about the no it was Pe- good peach Liked i to peach for hours that's pretty <laughs> much that's an episode right there well i like what, what was that movie there's some good stuff though like tucker and dale versus evil and yeah yeah tire or rubber no oh, yeah. that was the word now that, that was, was number good, that one was, that was a good is that the first episode yep oh i was so pissed having to watch that that was the one that fell off of streaming services right before we did it, so I had to pay four freaking dollars <laughs> to watch it. So pissed. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should do like intermittent segments on that. I really think we should all watch a few episodes of that like All Stars uh, cartoon that we talked about a few episodes back because I yes. wouldn't mind revisiting the cringe that th- that is. I- Maybe I'll make that my mission in between recording the next one. Else, I'll find I'll find a playlist and send out some links to everybody. Okay. That'd be kind of fun. But then we'll watch RV after that. Good. Hear my cats slamming through their cat door? I don't know what the hell. Jeez. It's aggressive back there. It's not good. You know what else is not good? Trying to figure out how to wrap up this podcast. Hey, I know how to do that. Do you? Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. I guess. Well, if you guys are out there listening still and you're part of the RV fan club, feel free to email us uh, your comments and uh, commentary and all of that stuff to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have those RV copies, Blu-ray, we could give you an address. Just reach out to us. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're following us on all of our social media media. Meteor, um, Meteor, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of those good places. And you can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, friends, be kind. Rewind. Bread Barbershop's done. Did RV win any awards? <laughs> it had to. It's probably greatest film. The there. Razzie. Yeah. yeah. Quickest opening weekend to home devices <laughs> turn around That's terrible yeah three weeks it made it to dvd wow here's a here's a good tidbit did you know rv stands for runaway vacation the movie yeah yeah the movie that's bullshit that's not true <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, the ending of this podcast is run away from us. It's bananas.